You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Hey there, episode number 289 of the Take Him With You podcast. Here we are again. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. You forgot to say the date. It's October 5th, 2014. 2014. Stick around. We're going to talk about an interesting subject today. Has hobbies and fandom become the new church? Hmm. I'm waking up at the start of the end of the world, but it's feeling just like every other morning before. Now I wonder what my life is going to mean if it's gone. The cars are moving like a half a mile an hour, and I started staring at the passengers and waving goodbye. Can you tell me what was ever really special about me all this time? But I bit of Matchbox 20 here on the Taken With You podcast. You like them? Matchbox 20. What kind of group is that? Was it They're Matchbox 20. Yeah. What genre? How would you classify them? Music. Music. I don't really know how to describe them. What, so what um, kind of station would they be played on? I don't know. You don't know? No. Nah. No. Okay. No. Well, hey, they were upbeat and happy, so that's kind of nice. Sure. Better so, than what uh, you played on the way to church this morning. Oh, come on, man. I got a Disciple CD at a rummage <laughs> sale. Disciple rock. I, I like some of their songs, but some of them are more like... <laughs> they kind of just hurt everybody's ears. Oh, sorry. They Don't do that. Sorry. It kind of hurt my ears all the way to church. Well, they had one song that was pretty. Got me all pumped up to preach, man. I kind of like more the pretty music, not the barking music. Barking music. They don't bark. They don't bark. So um, my name's Rick, by the way. And I'm Amy. (laughs) This is the Taken With You podcast. And here we are yet again for another exciting episode. What a whirlwind week we've had tired so i'm a bit loony a little bit goofy oh you think you're just tired when you're a little bit loony you're always a little bit loony hey well you know i'm married to you i have to be a little loony that was my line you married me so you gotta be a little (laughs) crazy yeah 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 so yeah so here we are it's been um like i said well like we said been a pretty crazy week but a good Mm -hmm. week we sure had a good time meeting Daniel and his mom, Becky. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I really I really hit it off with Becky. She's an animal lover, and she loved our animals. And I, I was and like... And they loved her. And they loved her. And she just... You can tell she's a veterinarian, and she just has this kind of, like, zen peace. When zen with, peace. When, one with the animals. She was like a, a dog whisperer. I would say she, she's more of a believer, so I don't think yeah. it was Zen peace. No, but I'm just saying <coughs> she just has a very peaceful um, disposition. Yeah. disposition yeah. And, and the animals really, really enjoyed being around her. Well, we sure enjoyed getting to know her, too. And yeah. Daniel is awesome. He He's so fun. much like what I thought he would be like. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I wasn't surprised with Daniel. He was, he, um, he's 
has a lot of energy and yeah, and um, he's he's a lot of fun. Yeah. So thank you guys. Oh, sorry. It's been such a long day um, no, that I'm like starting to fall asleep here, oh. and uh, I'm and I'm still kind of pumped. Because... I t- I told Rick I said you better get this um this podcast going soon, or I'm going to be going to bed. <laughs> you have to do it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been. Um, getting up early for work most of the week, and so um, you know, it's just been a busy, busy, busy week. And so, what did you do this week, my dear? What made it so busy for you? Well, um, every other week, I have actually more clients than I do on the off weeks. I don't know how to explain that, but um, like this next week, I'm going to have more time to actually work at my house in my yard because some days I only have one client for work. And um, last week I had two almost every day. And then um, so we were really busy with that. And um, then Friday you were out at the Baptist Church in Raymond, and I'm sure you'll fill in with the rest of the week. But then and we had a, a church rummage sale, which... We were excited. They had a goal of um, $550 to raise for national and international missions that they give in the mission offerings for the Baptist denomination that they're in. And so they got $558, so they were $8 over goal. That's awesome. And they're going to be able to support their missions projects and their missionaries. Um, And that's for that one and then there's another rummage sale in the spring that they like um they give money to um is it mercy mercy ships it's like yeah. a a, a, um, thing a sh- where, uh, like a hospital um, in the ocean yeah a floating hospital and they go to um like third world countries and perform operations and things that um the locals normally wouldn't be able to afford yeah so um there's other mission projects that they have in the works too, so it, that was good. So we, I helped a tiny bit. I didn't help a lot, but I hung out with them a little bit. These, the average age probably of the people working at the rummage sale over the weekend was probably seventy-five or eighty. Yeah. And we had some ninety they were something, so nice. and and they were just working hard, and I, I felt bad like they had most of it all set up by the time I got there. And, yeah. Um, but we got to visit with them, and they appreciated that. And and then after the rummage sale and work, then we headed. Um, we went from church in the morning and afternoon to we were at a wine shop <laughs> in the evening. Hey, you're breaking up again. You got to back up a okay, little. Okay, I'm backing. All up. right, don't hurt so, our ears. Now at a lion shop, no, I didn't know we had a lion no, shop. No, a wine shop, a wine cellar. And it's like cellar, like in that they I'm sell a wine. Cellar of yeah. Of, right. Well, I was asked to come and be part do the music of a thing called First Friday that we have in mm-hmm. our town in Aberdeen. And what that is is they have different artists come to different places that are places of business. And I was asked by the wine sellers to come down to their shop and uh, play some music and entertain folks and. I did, and I had a great time. It was a lot of fun, and it was different. I mean, I've never really been involved in in playing music at a in a wine place or a bar or anything, 
so it was different. I, I noticed that at the beginning of the evening, it was a lot easier. And as time went on, people got a little more um, relaxed, I guess you would say. <laughs> Some and, people a little too relaxed, but, but not I have to many. say, it's the first time I ever got tips while playing music at a at a place. And that, uh, that wonderful nice. couple came up who really enjoyed what I was doing and uh, handed me a twenty dollar bill. And I said, "No, no." I'm, you know, you don't have to give me any money. And they said, no, we really enjoyed your music. Thank you so much. And so I was like, well, okay. And well, that was nice. Yeah, and then, and, and then uh, an older gentleman that had been working with us a little bit, uh, another um, uh, business in downtown Aberdeen, um, came over and bought a couple of CDs. So that was cool. Yeah. yeah. So but other nice. than that, we had a good good. Uh, yeah, and, and good all evening. of our... I got to see my my son. Our two sons <coughs> and our Excuse two me, daughter sons and daughter-in-laws came to visit us. And our daughter stayed home with the dog because one... She can't go she, to the wine shop. She's yeah, not 21. she's not 21 yet. And, and I don't... You know, for the most part, it wasn't much different than a restaurant because people weren't for... You know, the most oh, part no, of the drunk. I don't know if you realize this, Anne, but they can't really let people get drunk at, at bars and stuff. Yeah. They're supposed to stop well, supposed serving to them stop when them. they start becoming inebriated. So. Yeah. So they, um, anyway, there's a lot of times people just come in and taste some wines and then buy a bottle or something. But there are people sitting around visiting. And... But the fun part was mm -hmm. I, I got to do all of my music from my iPad. So what I did is I set up a MIDI cable from the iPad into my MIDI controller keyboard and then used GarageBand to play the sounds through the iPad into my PA system. Uh, and it sounded really cool. So I was able to play piano and organ and flute and you name it. I played it. It was a lot of fun. And I just did it all from the iPad because I wanted to demonstrate how you can use an electronic instrument now to make some beautiful sounds. And people were like, wow. A lot of them didn't have any idea that that was coming through an iPad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had a keyboard there too. So, but um, yeah, a lot of times you're playing the notes on the, the iPad. Did you use the keyboard to play on at all? Um, yeah. Yeah. You didn't see me doing that? I, you know, I thought I did. But you were I busy had, with your friends. Your I friends showed up. I had a couple of girlfriends stop by, and we visited. And then so they went and visited other places. Our son, our two sons, and their and our daughter-in-law stopped by, so we got to visit them too. And, mm -hmm. and so it was a good time. And and then Rick also has done a lot of work for a, an organization called ARM, which is Aberdeen Revitalization Movement. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah. And um, you can find them at downtown Aberdeen. Dot com. So he helped um, this gentleman who's an uh, architect set up a display um, with their, their like vision for vision the future for, yeah. for wanting to improve downtown Aberdeen. So this guy was so sweet. He just totally loved Rick. And the whole downtown association loves Rick because they make him, they, he makes them look really good. Well, that's my job. A Moyer Multimedia so. <laughs> does, you take and you do their media so, and you make yeah. it look professional. And so they have downtown Aberdeen, they have a big screen TV. And I designed their logo front. and it's all over the place now. Yeah, and, and it has this huge TV that plays a video of the flyovers and the architectural renderings of, you know, what they yeah. think it'll look like. I even got to set up a computer for him this last week. 
Yeah. So that was fun. He's he's their favorite person, right? Now. I don't think so. No, their favorite people <laughs> their are favorite people with people lots of money. Are the people that are going to donate, but Rick's helping them get lo- the donations. Look good for the donations. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. What do you call the people that have money that donate to things? Philanthropists. The philanthropists, or there's other words for that that are uh, not investors. Um, uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of other ones. There's something that starts with a P that I Philanthropist. No, but there's another word for it. Uh, like, um, it's not patriarch. It's what... No. Anyway, you know when artists have somebody that that supports them? Um, there's another word. I want that. one. <laughs> yeah, you want one. <coughs> so, but anyway, we had a busy, busy weekend. And yesterday, <coughs> um, I'm not sure what you did yesterday, but I canned a bunch. I did three canner loads of um, tomatoes and beets, and I then um, we were blessed with a big bag of cranberries from um, friends of ours that have a cranberry bog, and so I need to um, figure out some things to do with those. Maybe you can tomatoes and beets? Mm-hmm, and I've got so much more in the garden I need to take care of um, and get the gardens ready for winter. So, so little time. Ah, very, very, very busy. So, you know, but this next week is a little bit lighter (coughs) work schedule. So I'm hoping um, it's not supposed to rain till Friday here. I bought you something new for your birthday. You did? I did. We're going to go all the way up to Olympia tomorrow and pick it up. Mm -hmm. It was about this time last year when I bought you, was it Christmas? When did I buy you the chair that has the massage? I think it? it was last year for Christmas. It was like like in December, wasn't yeah. it? Or well, I found I I really wanted a love seat that had recliners in it so we could mm-hmm. sit together. Yeah, and, and our, snuggle. And our couch I bought secondhand a couple of years ago that we mm. have now, and it's not that comfortable. It's it's kind of too low, and it. And and Jake kind of ruined it, which we won't go into on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was kind of smelling funky. Long story short, I went on Craigslist, and the second thing that I found... Just posted like eight hours ago. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I found a leather recliner mm-hmm. love seat that looks just like the one that Amy has already for her... The, the second-hand massage chair that he bought me last year that was in really good condition. And it, you it's know, still holding up. It's still, yeah, it's still working really good. It's a really nice It's the first time we've had furniture that hasn't been all messed up. Yeah. Because I think the leather is really nice. Yeah, I think it's it's held up pretty well with our pets because we have animals that we haven't trained to behave properly. Behave. They they sit on our furniture. They do. Sleep on our furniture. So we're just kind of weird people like that. So that's just Weird people. Thanks a lot. So we're going to drive my little pickup. Up to Olympia, oh boy! Which and you, we may need to ask for prayer requests that the truck will make it there and back. <laughs> oh, it'll make it. It's just uncomfortable. It's just not a real comfortable truck, but you know, it's paid for. Yeah, so we'll go to Olympia tomorrow. Pick up the uh, after I'm done with my radio program. Yeah. Then we'll drive up there and get the the uh, love seat and come back mm-hmm. here and put it up. And before you get the love seat, you're gonna take our old couch to the dump in the morning on your way to town, right? Well, I haven't th- I haven't said yes to that. <laughs> no. Well, there won't be a place for the new one unless we get rid of the old one. 
Okay, mommy. And no one's going to want the old one because it smells like our dog. <laughs> <laughs> so the leather one, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, you can clean it, put leather cleaner on it, and yeah. it'll hopefully not get the dog's Like mouth. anybody cares what couches we have. But well, anyway, that's what I got you for your birthday. Well, thanks. Are you happy? That and my, my phone upgrade. Your new phone upgrade that's coming. It's on its way yeah. as soon as they get done over in China making it. Well, and we're excited because we heard that the new um, phone that we're getting has a better battery life. Cause it has right a better now, battery. My Better battery, baby. My battery on my phone goes dead really fast. Yeah, so hopefully this new one will have a better battery, baby. Okay, and we got a trade-in for $200 for my old phone. So yeah, that's excited. always nice. So it pays for a lot of the new one, mm-hmm. which is always nice. So we'll let you know when we get our new phones and we'll be talking about them, I'm sure, because they're geeky and fun. You like geeky and fun. So this last week, we uh, I also did a big website for a company from uh, around Mount Rainier. There's a uh, kind of a resort town called Paradise. Mm -hmm. And right outside of Ashford, there's a little um, place called the Mountain Meadow Inn. And I did their website for them, and they let us stay overnight and take pictures, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's so, very beautiful. Yeah. So Don't... I did some videos for them. You can find the website I did for them at mountainmeadows-in.com. That was a little bit of an experience for techie people, though, because while they had Wi-Fi at their hotel so we could like Facebook message people and email people. They didn't have there cell reception. There was no cell coverage at yeah. all. Yeah. And so if you had your cell phone on, it was constantly trying to find signal and so yeah. that it would go dead really fast. And um, thankfully, you had your iPad and your laptop. <laughs> and so you could um, yeah. check messages at least. But uh, while we, we had that going on, our daughter was having some car issues, still having car issues. If there's anybody out there that's really good at working on 1990, what year is it? 1999 Volkswagen Beetles. Yeah, whatever. Hey, <laughs> guess what? We're having problems with it. What? Uh, Wayne and his wife just celebrated their anniversary. Yay! Yay. Happy and, anniversary, and we you guys. Get to see them in a few Wayne weeks. Henderson. Yeah, we're going to actually visit them the day after my birthday. Ah. I'm very excited about that. That's going to be really cool. And he just texted me, so I'm reading the text right now. Well, well, I pretty, was pretty cool. I was almost thinking it would be nice if they could come down the night of your birthday and spend the night, and then they could celebrate your birthday with us. But we'll see. I know they're visiting other people um, around that same time, a couple hours away, so I don't want to, like, hog them. It's really nice. He just told me what time they'll be here, and okay. also uh, he's writing here kind of what we if what we want to do for that day. So it should okay. be a lot of fun. Well, I'm taking that day off that they're here. They're, they'll be here on a Monday. Yeah. So, well, I'll be just, my schedule will be clear. And hopefully I'll have some time to, like, clean my house before they get here. And that they <laughs> they talked about maybe driving down to Seaside after dinner. So that'd oh. be about right, wouldn't it? About two, That's about two hours away. A good two hours. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Well, that's about right if we do an early dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, by the way, Wayne, I'm going to take you to work with me. Uh, Debbie and... and uh, um, 
Amy can do something, but I, I just need to steal you for about an hour and 15 minutes, and we'll go over to the radio station, and you'll be on the radio with me. How's that sound? If, if the weather's nice, I might take um, Debbie to the Rose Garden at um, Paulson Do you think Museum. they have roses right now? Well, they did when I went by last time. You know the Rose Garden by the museum? Yeah. Right across yeah. from where Catherine works. And there's a farmer's market that you can stroll yeah, through. It's yeah, not very cool. big, but well, we'll see. We'll find something to do. You can drop us off at the radio station and head over there. Yeah. Anyway, we're make, making our plans right here on the podcast. Yeah. So what? What else was there? Anything else that we need to talk about before we get into the, to, to, <laughs> today's subject? Hmm. I can't really think of anything other. Oh, than we do to... need to say congratulations. Okay. To Al and Joyce Kessel on their 100th episode Yay! of Tales of the Mouse House. That's exciting. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Their podcast rocks, and we're very excited for you guys. And, and I found something on um, eBay or Amazon.com. I guess it's Amazon.com that I had to buy. Well, for it's them. Al and Joyce's anniversary and Al's birthday. Yeah. Are coming up this next week. Yeah. And so we have a little care package, you guys. If you listen to this podcast, if you listen, you now have been made aware. Otherwise, I'm not that, saying anything. There will be a package coming. There's a package coming for you. It's with, on our dining room table right now getting with packed. many surprises. Yes. And there's some something that will be related to your Mickey Mouse podcast, Tales of the Mouse House. Yeah. Disneyland podcast. Alan Joyce Kessel, everybody. They have several podcasts and they do a lot of really lot cool of things, podcasts. and we love them. Yeah. We have some such good, cool friends. Yeah, and maybe we'll get to visit them one day. Um, maybe when they're too hot in the summer down there in Arizona. They maybe they can come, come up, up and, and visit. visit us. Or we can go visit them and go get warm. Maybe in the winter, because I don't like cold. Maybe no. we can go visit them like when it's 80 degrees in December there yeah, or that, Maybe. <laughs> that might be the way to go. Yeah. Okay, well, we will be right back, and then we'll, we're going to get into our subject for the day. It's quite cool. Uh, we actually were supposed to cover it a long time ago, and we never did, but it'll be fun to cover today. We'll be right back. back we did some fun shows where we talked about a bunch of different things and we had some listener comments one of those listener comments was from our friend Stefan Sonok who lives in Australia and we worked together on several projects and he wrote something that I, we thought was fascinating mm -hmm. and that is here's the big subject we want to talk about today and that is has fandom replaced church in our society today and I think I would even take that further because a lot of organizations besides religious organizations are on the decline. Right. By, by what I mean is organized groups of people. Like fraternal like, orders yeah, or clubs. Like Masons or... or the Elks or Eagles or whatever kind of. That sounds like animals. The Odd Fellows. Yeah, you know, um, Lions Clubs, mm -hmm. you know, clubs mm -hmm. and organizations. And, and, of course, 
you know, religious groups too. A lot have been on the decline. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be interesting mm -hmm. if we first, our first part of the conversation was, what are some of the things that church does for someone? What is What needs does church fill in somebody's life? And I thought we could, as we do that, we could write it down. You want me to write? Yeah, okay. here's your pen. It, this and there's is your paper. Your I know we hardly ever use so. pen and paper anymore, do we? Ta da! Here we can let everyone hear. This is so, real paper. And then I'll just ask you right now okay. what do you think um, are some of the things that church provides for people? And then we're gonna then we're gonna we're gonna use the litmus test. Will be, we'll now we'll bring an organization into it or a fandom into it and see if it answers some of the same things now and see if maybe people are tending towards those things instead of church. Okay. So okay. what what needs do you either meet or have met going to a church? Well, it gives me uh it gives me a place to hang out with people of of similar likes. Okay. I don't write real fast. Hang place to hang out. Uh-huh. What's one that it does for you? I'm still writing. People of similar likes. I'm going to just abbreviate. I got it. Yeah. Okay. And for me, I think sometimes, like, when I think about church or church camps, um, I, I'm kind of a little bit somewhat reserved, but I'm also touchy, too. And for me... Um, like holding hands when I'm praying with someone or giving them a hug or a pat on the back, that kind of, um, positive touch, positive affection, oh, like healthy, healthy affection, not right. like anything weird. But All right. So would I put like healthy affection? Cause at, at church, I a guess lot if of, that's something you think that there's a lot church of meets, yeah, meet. because I mean, there's a lot of shaking hands and patting backs and kind of positive I don't know what you want to say there but go ahead so um hmm, he healthy affection maybe okay all right I guess <coughs> okay so Com another thing that church another thing another that church way. does for people is it allows them to um, um, pool their resources to help other people yeah mm-hmm okay how about another one for you? I'm leading up to the biggest um, one of all, but well, I think um, maybe to a uh, church can be a place to learn or um, gain knowledge or understanding. Okay. And maybe a couple more, and then the big one. I'm going to drop the bomb on the big one. Okay, so another thing that church does is um um uh, how, do, how do i describe this um well, well it gives you a feeling of 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 comrade camaraderie i actually put that with healthy affection but All right. well i would see i'm just i'm not necessarily into touching how about how about unity feeling of unity or feeling in agreement or feeling of same unity I guess. I I had another one. I, I listened right. to a study the other day about when people sing together mm -hmm. in a group, mm 
mm-hmm. that it actually unifies people's heart rhythm. Right. And, well, whatever. And no, but it can be singing in like a worship service or a choir. Uh-huh gives the same health benefits as doing yoga because right. it changes your breathing it changes your heart rhythm okay so uh, to me like the the worship service and singing together there's something like peaceful or encouraging from from singing together i don't okay. know how to sing and then the last one that we we could say is church provides a place for us to worship um our God. Okay, so how do I... So church provi- provides a place to worship our God. A church service. It provides a central place. I don't know. Place to worship together. No, worship our God. Our God together. Okay, so all right. Okay, so that's one, two, three, and people probably could come up with other ones. Sure, this, but these are time. That, that's seven of them. Time tested seven reasons that people go to church, and what it, the I, benefits I think, of church. I think some people that we didn't list here. Some people go to church because there's a good youth program for their children. That's one of the number one reasons. Well. Kind of, yeah. Sometimes people go for social reasons mostly for themselves. People, but mostly the studies have said that the people go to church for the connections. Connections. To other people, to be part of something bigger than themselves. <laughs> that might be number eight, to be part of something bigger than themselves. All right, so let's take these items now that we've looked at, and let's talk about the whole idea of fandom replacing church in our lives. Because it seems to be more and more that that church is not as important now to younger people as it used to be. Or organized groups like um, clubs, like service clubs and right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's explore for a moment. All right. Let's pick a fandom. Okay. Star Trek. Yes, you're big into Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see if it meets any of these needs that church meets. Okay, so mm-hmm. what's the number one need? A place to hang out with people of similar likes. Well, I have to say that the Star Trek forum that I'm on with my friends the at sci-fi. Treks and Sci-Fi mm-hmm. <coughs> would meet that need. And I haven't, I haven't done the forum that much, but I've, I'm on Anomaly podcast, um, Facebook. I'm on um, Outlander Facebook. I'm on um, the Trucks and Sci-Fi Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Um, if I probably would be on a Jane Austen. So that meets Facebook. the first requirement. Yeah. Or the first uh, need. So and, and when we've gone to like Star Trek. When we've gone to Star Trek. Um, movies mm-hmm. and there was, Stood in line. there was a unity and when we went yeah. to the Star Trek experience in yeah. Las Vegas yeah. you were with other geeks that were really into of Star similar Trek likes, and yes. they were, there was that feeling just like a family a family yeah, yeah just like you get at church so not just online but in person as well mm-hmm. okay so we're gonna put a check next to that one all right so that that did it okay how about this how about the next one um the, the one that I said is like healthy affection and and camaraderie like 
when I've been at church camp or at church, the the feeling of, you know, people shaking hands and patting backs and, and giving hugs. I, I mean That does kinda happen at some of the things. Well, you can't like, do that online. But you know, when you people go to sci fi conventions, yeah, we've there never is a gone lot of that. to one. Yeah. But you see pictures of of people taking laughing and having and taking selfies with their arms around each other. Right. Yeah. So that probably would be. I'd say it would meet that need. And we've met some of your um, sci-fi friends, either coming to visit or meeting them in Seattle at the Sci-Fi Museum. And yeah, always get a hug from me. Yeah. All right. So the next one. Um, pool resources to help others. Well. I have to say that I have seen that over and over and over. Okay. When there's there's a a member maybe of our forum that, um, Star Trek forum that is down or something, or they've had they've a been rough time, sick or we band together and we help them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not just in that situation. I've seen that we've watched the the different documentaries of, about Trekkies and different things, and it seems that that particular group of fans and fandom does you know, do some really nice charity work and different things like that. So I'd say, yeah. Okay. Okay. How about the next one? Um, I said, learn or gain knowledge and understanding. Oh my gosh. Big time. How many words can you say in Klingon? Oh, oh no. Welcome. <laughs> but yeah, well, not just that, but there's <coughs> lots of trivia that goes on. There's, um, there's whole groups of people that talk about, the difference between Picard and Kirk and the, and their strategies and their philosophies to handling problems. Um, and the list goes on and on and on and on. So you say, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, how about feeling of unity or family maybe would be another. Well, I'd we say that goes with that. that. That's a given. I mean, we, <coughs> we've experienced this now. When we went to the Star Trek um, experience in Las Vegas, we met people there standing in line for the rides and in the restaurant and <coughs> several other places. When when we talked with them, we did feel a feeling of family. When we went to the to the um, what do you call it? Hello. What the Star Trek experience? No, we went to the movies and stuff uh-huh. like the playings of the special DVDs and and things. Or the we, new we again that came felt, out. We, yeah, we felt a feeling of family. We all were on the same page, and what? Oh, I just remember when we went to see one of the Star Wars movies. I think it was Star Wars, not Star Wars, Star Trek. Movies. Yeah, watch out! You just made sorry, the cardinal sin. Sorry, sorry. Um, we ended up sitting right next to a guy who is like an Orthodox Christian and had this fascinating conversation about his. His faith and his tradition. And and then we watched Star Trek together. And then we watched Star Trek together. And he was really into Star Trek, but we were both really into God. And so it was like we had two fandoms. But can you call Christianity in a way a fandom? Like, aren't we like fans of Christ and God? I can hear you typing. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to Wayne real quick. So, I mean, in a way, Christianity is a fandom. Yeah. I mean, well, it is because we're fans of God. Well, sure, but we're talking about has other things creeped yeah. in, yeah, and taken the place how, of church. How about 
the unity of worshiping and singing together? Do they have stuff like that that goes on? And well, yeah, or maybe the, the unity of, like of watching the same the same thing at the same time, or reviewing a pot or reviewing an episode. <coughs> I'm sorry, so, man, I keep coughing. I mean, I don't. I guess some fandoms probably have theme songs that they all hum along to or or sing. I mean. I the only one, you know. <laughs> wow. I, I'm gonna have to like clip that out and play it over and over. That was awesome. Anyway, there's there's a lot of um Wow. Yeah. I mean Okay, so what's another else. one? Okay, so but you didn't answer that. I did don't you? really I don't you know, I, I think there are activities that, that fans do together that are similar to that. Similar to like worshipings. Like sure. singing worship songs. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I'm gonna put a kind maybe of maybe endear endearment. I'm gonna put a question <coughs> on that one. Um, church service provide a central place of worship our God together. You, I think that was one that you did provide a central place to worship our God together. Well, now this kind of maybe make people upset, but you know when you have a strong belief in a certain thing or it becomes very important to you sometimes those things can be worshipped if that's all you spend your money on all you think about if right everything so in yeah i would say to be star trek or doctor who i would definitely Austin, say there are people that that maybe that i'm not saying you can't believe in god and like star trek because i do but i would say that some people take it to an extreme and that's that's I have They're seen. Gone. I have seen on some of those like. Trek it doesn't have to be Star Trek. It could be music. Yeah. It could be. But on some of those Trekkie things, I've seen some people that wear Star Trek uniforms every single day, and that, well, that, yeah, but that, that was an exception. Becomes their life, and well, they're kind a, of into that's a that big, world. That's a big exception. Yeah, but rule. I think anything, you know, Jane Austen. I like Jane Austen. I like, um, you know, any time anything. If you get to be an extreme, can kind of be like an idol to you if that's all you ever think sure, about. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, but most people. So yeah, I'd say yeah on that one. Okay, and but, then the, the last one is. But you know, I think we have to realize that we could just instead of fandom, we could put. I mean, like geeky stuff. We could say sports too. And oh sure, and some people question. just love sports. Yeah, and you know, and that would actually fit into that that worshiping together because how many times have you been to a baseball game and they're singing all together take right. me out to the ball well maybe game. not that but they do or the maybe other singing the national anthem together i'm a single lady yeah really yeah. okay no. <laughs> okay that was funny okay so the last one we wrote down was um connections to be part of something bigger than ourselves. I think that that is one of the biggest things that fandom does. It it takes the the like and the, the the like and the affection towards a certain subject and magnifies it mm -hmm. through through that very Well, it becomes more fun when a lot of other people are into it. Sure. I mean, and and we have to admit we are in Washington state and and our team in Washington State went to the Super Bowl this yeah, last year. Sure. And that's, you know, if you Seahawks, go, baby. If you go into Walmart, you see row, rows and rows, rows, I can't talk tonight, of, of 
Seahawk, Seahawk merchandise. merchandise. And I've Seahawk been tempted everything. to buy a Seahawk jersey. I did buy one. You did buy but the one I wanted was $34, and I'm too frugal. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. But, um, but it, I like the... I have to wear that tomorrow because tomorrow's the game. But I like the feeling of the jerseys because I used to steal my brothers and use them as nightgowns because they were so cuddly. They're like silky. Don't be cuddling up to any football players. <laughs> I like the jerseys. You've always liked football players though, haven't you? Well, you know, I was a teenage girl once. Um, so my brothers she, all she changes football. the subject as quick okay. as she can. But to be part of something bigger than ourselves, we're even excited about Seahawks games now. And we no, don't really like football. A little bit, a little bit. Well, I'm more excited about kinda, Star Trek and going to Star Trek stuff. But it's been fun to have a winning team in our area, and everyone's excited, and it's kind of catchy. Okay, so now we have, we've talked about Star Trek. We could talk about Buffy. We mm -hmm. could talk about Firefly. We could talk about uh, $6 million man. We could talk about, well, maybe not. Uh, but we could talk about all sorts of different things that are mm -hmm. classified as fandom. fandom. And it could be sports, too. And like now, let me ask your opinion, Amy. Do you uh -huh. think that because of the internet and the way communication works now mm -hmm. and the length of time entertainment has been out, mm -hmm. do you think that perhaps people are having those needs that church once met mm -hmm. being met by fandom now? I think actually quite a bit because back in the early days of the United States, there was no, and anywhere around the world, you know, there were no um, computers. There wasn't even, um, what do you think, ham operators. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was usually either a tavern or a church mm -hmm. that you got your social Well, and a lot of people by. used to worship at the tavern. Yeah. Because the bartender would be the pastor. Or the priest, yeah. Right, and and they got their fellowship and their, you know, their social needs met mm -hmm. by the patrons at the bar. Yeah, and if, and if you were a little bit more pious. And they gave their money to drink. If you were a little bit more pious and you got your social needs at the church, and if you're halfway in between, you might have got your social needs met at both places. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I do think that, a long time ago, um, you know, you had your social needs met either at clubs, organizations, you know, schools, mm -hmm. churches. And I think more and more they're they're getting met online mm -hmm. um, through, you know, Facebook, Twitter. Um, what are some of the other ones? Instagram. Google Plus. Google, all those. I, I pretty much just do Facebook, but, um, you know, a lot of people do Twitter and Instagram or Snapchat. Um, a lot of, you know, and we've made some good lifelong friends through some of those means. And we mm -hmm. have met them in person, you know, some of them and or, or video chatted with them. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, you can make you know, good friends online. Um, but is that taking us from away from this sense of local community that churches and these other organizations provide? I I would say yes and no because I was I was trying to think of it. I actually feel like I'm a better person from being involved in the in the Trex and Sci Fi forum 
with my friends you're, that I met there. You've then been more into forums <coughs> and stuff than I have. But that's well, or Facebook. It, but it's helped me a lot to have friends from a rich diversity of backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I was just involved in church, that was the only group of people that I was associating with. Okay, this is another so question. So I'm not real well-rounded. This I? is a, another question uh -huh. for you. All right. I mean, you say you're more well-rounded, mm -hmm. but you do both. You have relationships with local people. Right to church and different organizations. Yeah, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be totally, I'll be totally honest with you. For a while there, I just did online. For a while. Because Pretty I was much. so burnt out from people that had hurt me, mm -hmm. I didn't want to meet with people local. I didn't want to be around those people because they hurt me. And I, I went through a time where I felt more so safe. At that time to in my life, mm -hmm. my needs for social interaction and for friendship and for experiencing the world around me was coming almost exclusively from you and online and our family and you yeah. know and that's yeah. it i didn't have a group of people that i was now now probably is that last. healthy no yeah. i think you have to have i think it's really great to have friends from all over the world mm -hmm. but it's also very important to be able to have some people in your life you can look across the table from and look in their eyes and talk with them and have some physical I don't know this physical interaction now I think that's important now we have people that are an anomaly podcast or um, trucks and sci-fi podcast that are both friends through fandom and also friends through faith yeah, and we have you know people. Many of them. Some yeah. some that are are just friends through fandom. Some mm -hmm. that are just friends through faith. Some that that cross. Combination of the two. Combination of the two. Mm -hmm. This is one of my questions I have. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is what per se? If you are only a fan, mm -hmm. if maybe it's football, you live for football. And that's all you live for. Or what if you live for Star Trek and only Star Trek? Right. Or get more personal, Jane Austen. <laughs> and you're just, you know, and all you want to do you're is... You're an Austenite. Uh, Austenite. What if all you do is live for your fandom and you don't have any... Inter I mean, don't have any participation in faith or friends? Then I think you're lopsided. You're gonna, you're not, you're gonna have some needs that aren't being met, that are supposed to be met. I don't well, think you can. And this is another question: mm -hmm. What if all you do is do spiritual things, and that's all you do? Like you lock well, yourself have, okay. in a convent and you don't talk or to any all, other. Or you just person. go to church activities and you always study your to, Bible and always pray, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I think you're lopsided there too. And now let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I think some people that go, they get extreme, just like in fandom, mm -hmm. they'll get extreme in religion. Yeah. And they miss the interaction with people that they should be interacting with and learning from and experiencing life with that they won't do because they're too extreme into their religion. Well, and we they're have, not a well-rounded person. And I person. think that we have to confess here. That we have done that. That we have done that yeah. in the past. That yeah. we had a point when we left full-time pastoring positions. Well, you, technically, you were the full-time pastor. But 
but I worked semi full time in ministry between homeschooling and and coming down to the church probably thirty hours a week. Um we really didn't have any friends we, outside of that. We were at the church six to seven days a week. Sure. We didn't have hardly any relationships outside of the church. And I I am firmly convinced that that was one of the reasons it was so hard when we left that scene. Mm-hmm. Because it was felt... like ripping our entire social network oh, out. Oh, our whole life. However, was... it did. I was a little bit more insulated from it than you were because I had lots of friends on the tracks and sci fi forum. I felt pretty alone. And they were and, pretty supportive. And I remember at one point, I was pretty depressed. Yeah. And. <clears throat> Because all of my friends that I thought were good friends were involved in the church that we were going to, and it was a large church. Mm-hmm. And I and I have to say, I did have two or three friends that contacted me, and just the other night, you know, they came down to the wine cellar when you're playing music mm-hmm. and and hung out with us. And I had out of hundreds mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. I've had like three people regularly contact me, and and we hey, went. That's better than me. And we went from at Chris, <laughs> at Christmas we when we were full time pastors we would get hundreds of Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. We went down to like fifteen. You know? Not that and, we weren't grateful for those know, fifteen. And we but were it grateful, like, but, huh. but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it's really hard when. When you put all your eggs in one basket, everything into one group of people, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, you don't have that that organization or that group anymore. It can it can be pretty devastating. And 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 that is why it's so important for us to have well rounded relationships in our mm -hmm. life. We need to have family. Mm -hmm. We need to have friends. We need to interact with people at our workplaces and stuff like that. But we need to make sure that we aren't lopsided and have it all in one place. Yeah. And I think in a way, um, through all of that that we went through several years back, it really made me appreciate our family more. <coughs> yeah. And, you know, want to spend time more with our kids and in our extended families. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember... Um, I think shortly after we started our podcast, um, I joined a group called Tops. And it was, I was like, oh, I'm chubby. I need to work on it. And so I went to that group and I didn't know anybody from that group. And I'm actually not attending anymore, but I still contact the people from Facebook what, that what? I met there. That And the re- part of the reason I went there for two reasons is when I went there to try to encourage me to eat healthier, make better choices physically. But part of the reason I went there was socially. I needed friends. I was kind of feeling like I was floating around. Well, and I think and, it's really cool that you found an organization like that. TOPS stands for, uh, just a minute, let me, no, no, don't tell me, tell me. 
talking orangutans performing <laughs> sign language, no, right? No, it was for taking off pounds sensibly. Oh, okay. And it was just a, a group that was like a support group for people who wanted to eat healthier and be oh, more okay. active. Right. That makes more sense. <laughs> and it, it's similar to Weight Watchers, but the the economical version where you know, it didn't cost very much. It was just a support group. It didn't cost you an arm and a leg. Just a few pounds. <laughs> just a few pounds. Right. And I really probably should start going again. But we've been so busy. That's my excuse. But mm. but anyway, um, I met a lot of really nice ladies sure. going to that. Sure. And, you know, and so sometimes, um, I know, I remember one of our, we did an interview with some people that listened to our podcast. And, and um, she, the lady that we talked to, signed her kids up for some like um, craft classes at a local church and she ended up going to like a bible study while they were in their craft classes Mm -hmm. and you know so there's different things that you can do to and sometimes it takes courage I was like I was like nervous like calling up and trying to find out where that group met right, you know right. and it's like oh but, but, but i should do something to, to get out of my house but I'm... wouldn't you say that balance is really the key yeah because i mean we would have we used to would say or we, we we in the past we would say well just you know you can get all your needs met at church but that's not necessarily true and i don't think it's what god wants for us i think sometimes we can tend to be so inward focused and just in our own little bless me club that we miss out on reaching out to people around us. Well, okay. We're believers. We followers of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And Christ did sometimes it talked about in the gospels and the New he Testament. He hung out with his disciples. He, but it said that he read scriptures in the synagogue sometimes. Sure. He was in church. He was in what? that would have been considered church back there mm-hmm. um, in their temple. But he was also synagogue. accused. But he was also accused of being friends with wine-bibbers and sinners and gluttons and prostitutes. Because he hung out with them. Because he hung out with them, too. And he and he was with the fishermen, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, he gave some fishing advice. He knew where the schools of fish were. You know, why, why don't you cast your net over there? And they caught all their fish. I love it when she um, does Jesus's voice. She's like, yo, yo, I'm yeah. Jesus. Yo. Yeah, put your net over there. Yeah, put your net over there. Like, like Jesus had a Brooklyn accent. You know, if he came today, he might have. I don't know. I don't know. But I Try this pizza. My heavenly father loves it. But I'm just saying, he didn't live in the temple or the synagogue. He right. lived among the people, and um, he he had friends. He talked well, your to dad people. used to say something that was really interesting. He used to say sometimes you could be so heavenly minded that you were no, no earthly, earthly good. good. <laughs> yes, and I he think did he was wise that. on that. And you know, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong to putting on some worship music and closing your eyes and lifting your hands, maybe. Jam- or being involved in a in a religious or, organization. I think that is probably a good thing. But, but, but you also need to have friends outside of yeah, that. Yeah, and it's good to like open your eyes sometimes and notice what God's doing around you. Well, and 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 honestly, when you boil it all down, an organization that you go to to get your needs met isn't your savior it's it's just a place where you can do what we just talked about then get Mm -hmm. those needs met but honestly a relationship with christ is far and above 
any organization or club or fandom that we could ever be involved in. And that you take with you wherever you go. Well, and I think... That relationship transcends all all mm -hmm. social boundaries. And I think sometimes when you're a fan of something, you kind of put it up on a pedestal. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just this otherworldly, supernatural, majestic, awesome thing that you just can't live without. Well, what if we treated Christ kind of like that, but at the same time, know that that scripture I, I had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Like Jesus is that best friend that is more than just someone that we're a fan of, but he's close. He's yeah. like a blood brother. He's well, like, Jean-Luc, as much as I love him, didn't die for me and he's not coming back for me. Yeah. And I mean, we could just, I mean, we can go through the whole thing and, and realize, mm -hmm. oh, okay. And, and I think sometimes we need to be careful of that, that we get so involved in fandom, so involved in our clubs or activities that we miss what, you know, the, the God who created us. And there isn't, um, I mean, it's easy to be distracted. And there's plenty of things out there to distract us. But I guess the goal of this podcast or this particular subject during this podcast is it's okay to be a fan. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be part of clubs and organizations. It's okay. All that's okay as long as you don't let them replace God in your life. Now, I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about God. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we don't because we don't go so far that we just kind of... we've been kinda, in places before yeah, in our lives. Where we worship church more than God. Where, yeah, it was a more... It's like... The organization okay, I'm so and the idea. So busy with church yeah. that where's my time with God? Right. And you know, so that's true because you know, it, it's about our relationship with God when it comes down to it, and yeah. and seeing Him in our everyday life, and um, you know, just today I I was feeling like this strong urge. I think it was God. Um. We're pastoring like interim pastors at a little country church. And I remembered one of the girls in our youth group um, moved close by. Mm -hmm. And she has just like four of the most adorable little kids. And and I thought, you know, I should invite her to come visit sometime. And now I'm not pushing her to join no, our church. No, no. Or, you know, she might already go someplace else, but I didn't think they'd really plugged in since they moved in that area anywhere. And and so I just felt led to just type her a little note. And she was so excited. Really? Really? You're, you're, you're there? Where is it? You know? And and so I'm going, oh, that's good. I, I, I kind of felt like, you know, like if, if God... I, says, I don't even want to limit God here, but if you picture God as being like a living river, like his spirit is a living river, and then every once in a while, you like actually get in and ride the current, <laughs> and you're like flowing with what, where God's going, and, and when I got that, that excited response back from her, I thought, oh, I got on the river, and I rode with God for a while, and I'm doing what he's told me to do, and that just... It's a good feeling because 
you know, sometimes I might get it, sometimes I might miss it. But well, yeah, and that's you know. better. I mean, I think thinking of God as a living river is better than thinking of him as a, as a living liver, <laughs> okay. which is completely different. I don't know if that's a good analogy, but you know, but sometimes you feel like you know, God is a as a living. Thing. I mean, not that really. I don't like using the word thing. Thing. God's but a I did thing. Not, I did not want to really use the word force because that would sound too much Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But May the force you know, be with you. God, Amy. God is a living spirit. He's an almighty creator. Right. And and the head cheese. The head cheese. And but <laughs> but I believe like the numeral uno. That God number one. God has a plan and a purpose. And when we like get in that living purpose that river like if you go say Amy. god's purpose go is Amy. like a river go that's Amy. going go in the Amy. direction and when we actually get in there and it's your and float it's with god birthday. it's exciting it is so and you do that all the time you know whatever but i mean the other day you were someplace <laughs> and you felt led to like help this older oh. lady out with her groceries and she kissed and me she gave him a kiss <laughs> Right there in front of everybody. <laughs> and and was, did she have the, the grandma red lipstick on? I didn't check. <laughs> I just was going, no. But you know, I mean, sometimes when you just know, she was, someone hadn't done something nice like that for me for like 40, 40 years. years. Yeah. And you were like, well, it was about time that you had someone do something nice to and you. I said, God and bless God you, God bless, God yeah. bless you, you know. And so, you know, sometimes it feels good, that, like, when you're in that that flow of doing what God wants you to do. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how to explain it, and I'm yeah. talking to 100 miles. And well, I think tired. that we better come to an end of the podcast now. Yeah, because now. the more tired I get, I think the faster I'm talking, and yeah. I'm going to yeah. start not making any yeah. sense anymore. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Taking With You. We hope that the discussion... Um, caused you to think a little bit about your fandom and your faith. And I think we're going to call this fandom and faith. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it was a good discussion. Shall I pray for people? I think that would be a really uh, good idea. <laughs> Lord, thank you for everybody that's listening. And, and we just thank you, God, that you've given us things that we can enjoy and be part of a bigger picture than ourselves. And we do pray that you would help us to have balance, that you would give us... Um, strength when it comes to our faith you'd help us to participate in fandom but not let it overtake us god help us be balanced people that love you we pray in jesus name amen amen how can people get a hold of us my dear amy you can get a hold of us um by emailing us at rick at takenwithyou.com yes or amy at takenwithyou.com mm-hmm. you can also get a hold of us on our Facebook pages, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer mm-hmm. or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. You can also hear my ongoing sermon series and messages at raymondfirstbaptist.com. That's www.raymondfirstbaptist.com, all lowercase altogether. And if you go to the messages section, I have my messages up on there. And if you want a little more spiritual insight, you want to kind of go through some scripture and learn a little bit, well, then that's the place to go. And be warned, there's plenty of Rick zaniness in there, too, even though it is in a more... Zaniness? Even though it's Who uses a, the word zany anymore? I do. Even though That's it is true. in a little bit more formal Jeez. church service, it's still a little bit laid back because Rick's preaching. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's going to be zany. I brought a skeleton to church today. Well, actually... Uh, Heidi brought a skeleton yeah, to church, my our, friend. Our sound person, who's also a high, our grade school teacher. I'm not sure. I think she teaches grade school. She had a skeleton in her closet. She had a skeleton, but she let the skeleton out. Yeah, we she and I dressed him up. His name is Earl. It was cute. I've got pictures of Earl on my Facebook page. She, um, she did a... A Facebook post message to you showing him in, in the car, the car with a seatbelt. In. In, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny, yeah. and he's quite heavy, heavier yeah. than you think. Yeah, yeah, because he's like connected with. So metal. if you want to hear the message, so. you can. Yeah. Okay, do your thing. <sighs> hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah, thanks, and we we would love to hear from you. Uh huh. If you um, want to help the podcast out, you can donate to us too. Yeah, if you just want. go to www.takingwithyou.com. I don't think I was trying to harmonize there. So this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome, sir. Hey, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Taken With You podcast. Yes. <laughs> Mercy. Yes. I have to push stop. Mm-hmm.